Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad that you have joined us. And we have been the last two weeks talking about hope after pornography. Mm -hmm. And last week we spent a lot of time talking about shame and how shame is a tool that keeps us in bondage a lot of times. And so today we want to continue that discussion, go a little bit deeper, talk a little bit about some of the things that kind of influenced me and us in our process of just walking through shame mm-hmm. and unwanted sexual behavior. So we talked at the end of the last podcast about five elements of that that we found helpful for us as we kind of look back on our story and the things that we walked through and, and things that were meaningful and helpful for us in the process. So we're going to dive into those and give a little more context to that. Mm-hmm. And then first, Kristen's going to talk a little bit about definition of shame and just some big picture thoughts. Yeah. Thank you, dear. We talked about shame last week and the difference between shame and guilt. And shame, again, is believing I am bad because of things I've done or because of the way people have made me feel. I believe that I am bad. There is something actually wrong with me. So that is shame. Guilt is feeling feeling bad about something I've done, but that can be a very different thing or they can definitely go together as Mm -hmm. well. So, but we want to really just untwist the deception because the deception is that we are bad. And many, many people believe I am bad Mm -hmm. and feeling that we are bad keeps us in hiding We don't want others to see all the things that are wrong with us. And so we just try to isolate and because we don't want others to see, wow, I, that we're bad because we fundamentally believe, we believe fundamentally that that is true of us. But what, as I was reading again, just this morning in second Corinthians three, we realize that truly if we have Jesus, there's this veil that has been lifted from our faces so that the glory of the Lord is displayed. That is a very different picture from this picture of shame and hiding because shame keeps us covered. Shame wants us to hide. And conversely, the Bible is saying, when you have Jesus, that veil is removed and the glory of the Lord is shining through. I feel like I should just read that verse. So 2 Corinthians 3, 18, I mean, it's all so good, 7 through 18, but I'll read 18. We all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So us as believers... We are not to believe we are bad. We are dirty. We are, we're actually, the reality is we were created to be image bearers. And we, we all know that a big problem came in after we were created to be image bearers. And that was sin and sin keeps us from God. God and sin cannot go together. 
And so God made a way for us to be reconnected with him. And that was through Jesus. He sent his son, his one and only son, to die in our place so that our sin, our shame, can be removed from us. And so that once again, we can have connection with God. We can be near to God because he, we are covered by the blood of Jesus. We are completely cleansed by the blood of Jesus. So we have a brand new reality, and that is that we are made new. We're born again. We are made new. And now we have this new reality that we are actually, the Bible tells us, we are holy. We are righteous. The Holy Spirit lives in us. We're cleansed. We're Jesus' beloved. We're God's child. We have the same inheritance as Jesus. We're no longer slaves to sin. We are enslaved to righteousness. And so I'm going to read. I'm going to read Romans 6, 17 and 18. But thank God that all you, although you used to be slaves of sin, you obeyed from the heart that pattern of teaching to which you were handed over. And having been set free from sin, you became enslaved to righteousness. And verse 22, but now since you have been set free from sin and have become enslaved to God, you have your fruit, which results in sanctification and the outcome is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so Truly, you can see in those verses, and it even says in 2 Corinthians 5.21 that our sins are laid on Christ and his righteousness is laid on us. Like there has been this, what we have heard called the great exchange. So if all this is true, what I just said, we can see that shame is a deception, right? Right. So what would you say? So if if there there's an issue right now, you're struggling with mm-hmm. unwanted sexual behavior, mm-hmm. pornography, what you know whatever that is for you how does that how does what you just said make a difference i think the big thing is looking at the reality of our identity mm-hmm. am i am i someone who just doesn't i'm a sinner and man i mean i'm saved by grace but i i but really i'm a sinner and so i just don't feel like I have the power to overcome this unwanted sexual behavior. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to have to somehow muster it up or hope that God just somehow does something in me to free me from this. Like that's one mindset. Mm-hmm. I feel like the other is understanding I'm actually a new creation. The power of the Holy Spirit who, I mean, literally God raised Jesus from the dead, bringing victory over sin and death. And that power lives in me. The power of the Holy Spirit lives in me. So I am truly victorious over sin, shame, death. And if I start to believe that that's who I truly am, I think that's a huge game changer. Mm -hmm. I think we can start to look at the sin and think this this is something that I actually have the victory to overcome Mm -hmm. because of Jesus and Jesus in me can overcome this. And the reality is because of sin, we experience shame. Shame and sin go together. And so have we experienced sin? Yes, 100%. And that's why Jesus came to die for us. Now 
we have this lingering. I feel like what's lingering is this feeling of shame. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that I think the enemy the enemy wants us to believe and what God wants to shed off of us. Like that's not ours to carry anymore. And so first of all, I think shifting that thinking of who I really am and understanding truly that I have Holy Spirit power in me and giving the Spirit power. I mean, the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So saying, Lord, you come into this place, you come into this place. And if you're there, I will experience freedom and truly just believing that. And I mean, I I really believe these, I mean, I don't know if we want to call them steps or just these things that we have that we want to share today, these five kind of, I guess we'll call them steps, but this is not an end all be all, (laughs) but these are just things that have helped us. I think these are things that are really important for us to discuss with people just so that it can give more of a hands-on. I mean, I think, first of all, I, I personally believe it does start in the mind with what I believe about myself mm-hmm. because shame is believing I am bad. And so if I can start to believe the truth of how God sees me, that, no, I'm actually an image bearer that he loves with every speck of his being beyond what we can even dream or imagine. And he's given us everything we need to fully live in him. If we start to see ourselves and just, he sees us as beautiful. He sees us as glorious. He sees us as washed clean. Start to meditate on those things. Thank him for those things. Praise him for those things. And just wash ourselves constantly in that truth. I think that is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And then these practical steps that we're going to talk about, I think, are will be helpful. I pray so. It's, they certainly have been for us. I mean, for me, like I shared last week in my story, it really was a moment of realizing I, I am not believing the truth about who I am and what Jesus actually did for me. Like he, what he did for me was enough to truly rid me of or forgive me of my sins, ridding me of my shame. You know, I mean, it was in a mm-hmm. moment's time. I know. And for you, it was more of a journey, which is why we have these beautiful right. steps. And, you know, certainly there's different aspects of our lives where we experience shame in different areas where we have different journeys, but that's, <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That is great. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, I think it just, that shift allows you to, to approach the unwanted behavior. I think from a position of strength yes as opposed to a position of weakness Mm -hmm. and i think when we're just Mm -hmm. focused on the behavior modification the Mm -hmm. sin is so great i can't get past it i can't Mm -hmm. i can't stop we're putting so much power in that behavior and that sin and by doing what you just talked about and having that switch it does bring hope Mm -hmm. and you talked about hope after pornography right that's hope during pornography. <laughs> you know, that's hope in, okay, I know, Lord, you don't want me in this place. And I know that's not who I am. Yes. And so it just, it allows us to come approach it from a position of power and strength. Mm. And so that's yes. really, really important. Love and that, that leads into the, love, to love, the love steps. That. Yes. Yes. I love that so much. Yeah. So do you want to just go into the steps? So the first step that we had mentioned last week is acknowledging the shame which we've talked about already a little bit, but acknowledging the shame. And that is really, you know, we've talked a lot about the connection codes and about the emotions that we experience. Shame is an emotion. Mm -hmm. The reality is we feel that oftentimes. And to pretend we don't, to think it's wrong, I shouldn't feel that, and try to push it down does not make it go away. Mm -hmm. So we need to acknowledge it, meaning we need to say, 
I am feeling shame Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. straight up. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Take that to the Lord and ask him what he wants you to know. I think it's also extremely important to share that with another person Mm -hmm. or multiple people, whatever, you know, is right for you. Right. And And I think it's, it's in real time. Mm -hmm. It is just critically important what you said that, Everything that Kristen said about who we are because of Christ, that there is power over our shame, all of that is absolutely 100% true. As humans, we do experience the emotion Mm -hmm. of shame. And so there's that bit of a, a, maybe a battle or a dichotomy there Mm -hmm. that we can think, well, I'm not supposed to feel that way because Mm -hmm. I've already had victory over that. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to just entertain entertain that thought that that I'm not trusting the Lord. I'm, you know, so, Mm -hmm. um, so we can beat ourselves up. So we can, because, because I'm feeling this, right. So it just, it just heaps on more (laughs) and more shame. So it is so important to recognize, like you Mm -hmm. said, it is an emotion. Yes. It is something that we experience. Yes. And what we need to do when we experience it is acknowledge it. I am feeling shame because of. Yes. And it brings it out into the light. Yes. And, and if and, you are in a, in a relationship with you know, husband and wife relationship, let's say, and it, it's so important for there to be trust and space and, you know, confidence between the two of you that you have the freedom to be able to mm-hmm. do that. And you know, from, if you listen to the connection codes episodes, it's fifty fifty one and 52, I think. But if you listen to those, there is such an important part of the, yes, it's acknowledging I'm feeling this way. I'm Mm -hmm. feeling this emotion, but the person who you are sharing that with, Mm -hmm. they're only allowed to say, Ooh, Uh (laughs) I get that. I understand. Uh, So when you know there's a safe place to do that, where that's going to be the response and you have the freedom to do that, then you can do it. You know, if you're, if you share, I'm feeling shame and you fear or know the response is going to be something along the lines of, well, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Uh, I can't believe you're still struggling with that. I can't believe, you know, whatever those are, then it's going to shut you down. So it is so critically important on the part of the person receiving that you have that mindset that I want freedom and value the openness and the ability to share with each other more than I do want to defend my position or so that's just so important. Right. Absolutely. And I think it's also really important to remember that our emotions are serving a purpose. Mm -hmm. So the emotion we're having of shame is serving a purpose. So God is giving us that emotion to show us there's something going on where I want to bring healing, wholeness, freedom. And so it, instead of pretending it's not there, <laughs> which is just not beneficial, like we've talked about, if we can acknowledge it, that is a step. And we'll continue to talk about the mm-hmm. other steps, but that is a step in God using that for that purpose of healing and wholeness. Absolutely. So the next one is denouncing the lie. What lie? <laughs> well... <laughs> funny you should ask. That's a very good question. <laughs> so again, we talked about denouncing, I think last week, but that is 
declaring something to be wrong or evil. Okay. So we are declaring that I am believing a lie. I'm believing something that is wrong and sharing that with another person, again, sharing that out loud and saying, I am believing. And the lie may be straight up. And I think with shame, it, it probably is mostly that I am not believing that I am who God says I am. I am believing that I am bad. Mm-hmm. I am wrong. I am dirty. There's something fundamentally wrong with me. Right. That is a lie. It is. So declaring that, realizing I am believing something that's not true about myself, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Speaking that out loud is huge. Yes, yeah, so I, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying, that just the importance of speaking out loud the truth mm. and denouncing the lie and speaking out loud mm-hmm. the truth is yeah. is so important because yeah. it, it starts to rewire our brains yeah. you know our brains are mm-hmm. capable of being rewired yes. and and scripture talks about that the mm-hmm. renewing of our minds and right. that's what when we start changing the way we think we start speaking those truths it starts to reshape the way we think it starts to reshape our and renew our minds. Yes. It's extremely powerful. Speak it out loud. Amen. I love that. Bringing those lies out into the light and exposing the lies. The enemy just does not have. It just strips him of his power because he does everything in darkness and in isolation. Yeah. So good. The next one. So we have acknowledged the shame, denounce the lie. I'm not believing who you say I am, Lord. The next one is confessing the sin. So, and that is really, it goes right along with denouncing the lie. That's, you know, confessing the sin that, Lord, I realize, and I, I know I shared that in my story last week too, I realize like this is, this is not who you say I am. So I am sorry for not believing that your sacrifice was enough, not believing that I've been made new, that I've been made righteous. Please forgive me. I am sorry. And then the other part, of course, with that confessing the sin is if if you are, you know, in some kind of unwanted sexual behavior or other sin, just confessing that, Lord, I am looking to this, you know, pornography or whatever it is to satisfy something that only you can satisfy or to try to, you know, fulfill, to comfort me or whatever it is, just Confessing that sin, certainly as well, but also confessing the sin that, man, I I am sorry for not taking you at your word. The truth is, I am not believing who you say I am, and I am sorry for that. Like that, that just grieves me to think I many times have walked in that, you know, and, and I am sorry. So that's so confessing the sin. That's the third one. The fourth one is invite Jesus to expose the source or the root. What is going on? Why don't you speak into this one? Yeah. Yeah. This was such an important thing for me. And we've mentioned multiple times the book unwanted by Jay Stringer. And it is a, that's a really great resource uh, for this one, I think uh, in particular. And in that book, he just, he really talks about and has significant research around what drives unwanted sexual behavior and that in order to really understand that we have to begin to understand our story Mm -hmm. and every single one of us have a story 
And if we're doing something that we don't want to do, mm-hmm. or repeatedly doing something we don't mm-hmm. want to do, mm-hmm. it's because there's something in our story mm-hmm. that is driving us to that. Or we're using that and we've learned to use that as a way to address or attempt to address in a very unhealthy way <laughs> something that's going on inside of us right. because of our story. Yeah. And and for me, that was such an important step and to really begin to analyze my story. And in doing that, I was able to begin to connect a lot of dots. And in in doing that, then by connecting the dots and then by speaking out loud, the things that I was beginning to understand about my story and the things in my story that had I that had caused me to start to turn at a very young age to pornography mm-hmm. uh, as a as a mechanism to 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 deal with those things. Once I began to realize that and connect those dots, then it was like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. So it's not because there's just something fundamentally yes. wrong with oh, me as a person. Yes, I can see. Wow, mm-hmm. these are the things that happened mm-hmm. that in in most of the cases I had no control over right that that became just a, a mechanism for dealing with that right and and one big part of that we've mentioned before one big part of that was some sexual trauma as a just as a little boy mm-hmm. and there were there was more to the story and and again episode nine if you want to hear more about that, go back and listen to that. We're not going to go into great detail of that today, but you can go back and listen to episode nine where I go into a lot of detail around all of that. But that was huge for me. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was, I feel like kind of the key that began to unlock things for me. Mm -hmm. So it was all the things that we've talked about here, but it was that piece where it's like, I get it. I can see now how all this fits together And it makes sense. And once I was able to make sense of that, then it it was so much easier than to begin to use the other steps there to bring freedom. Mm -hmm. But I had to, I feel like that, that piece of, of really exposing the source, having the Lord expose the source to me was like I said, that was the the unlock for me. Mm-hmm. So was that as simple as just saying, "Lord, will you please reveal to me the source? Will you please reveal to me the root of what is going on?" Yes, many times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, and, and then that goes into the next right, one, next one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So so for me, that was in journaling, and yeah. and it was just a continual seeking and and it was like almost like a it became almost like a mystery to solve as more and more pieces started to Mm -hmm. to to where would reveal more and more to me then it opened my eyes more and more Mm -hmm. and there was just it was like a it was like a mystery uh and and he was faithful in revealing those but i felt like it was in his time Mm -hmm. as i processed through different steps so it wasn't just Mm -hmm. like your story where it was just an immediate Mm -hmm. there were there was continual revelation Mm -hmm. but it took a consistent time in 
the word yes. and time in journaling yes. and in time can you know, just in asking him, Lord, what do you want me to know? Yes. What do you want to reveal to That's me? That's the question. Yep. Yep. So, so good. And the last one is give the Holy Spirit space to speak the truth into our hearts, minds, body, spirit. Yeah. And that, that's really that next step from, so expose the source. Okay. So these are the things from my story that I can identify the Lord. It helps me identify, but then that next step of Lord, you know, again, what do you want me to know? And just a continual prayer of healing and freedom, inviting him into those spaces. So instead of saying, oh man, I I had this sexual trauma. And so I, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep bearing that. I'm, I'm going to, I understand now that that happened, but, but I'm going to just bury that. No, instead it's saying, well, Lord, how do you, what, what do you want to do with that? Mm-hmm. What do you want to show me from that? What, what do you want to show me about you? What do you want to show me about your character? What do you want to show me about um, mm-hmm. just what you want me to, how you want to use that part of my story mm-hmm. to bring healing in me? Right. And so it's just that step from revelation to healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's so good. I love that. And yeah, just opening up the space, like for you, opening up the space really is through journaling, just talking to the Lord and just sitting down, just being with him. And that's really, really good for me too. I feel like almost when I hear the most is when I'm in the car and just, I think just, I have no distractions in front of me at all. And just giving space to the Holy Spirit, I'll just ask him what he wants me to know about certain things. Like, okay, Lord, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm believing. I need you to speak into this. What do you say about this? What do you want me to know? How do you see me? And then just listening. And I feel like I think, so that's just, you know, that's another place. It can be through a walk. It can be when you're showering. I mean, there's just a lot of different ways that you can open up space, but just to be really intentional to open up space. And the beauty of journaling is then you've got it written down, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes when I'm driving the car, a lot of times I'll record my thoughts on like video because I want to capture it. Cause I'm afraid I'm going to lose right. it. So you want to capture it somehow. But again, I'm just talking about just kind of opening up that space for healing then for like the Holy spirit to really speak truth deep into our hearts and then allowing there's that healing to take mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we'll kind of wrap up mm-hmm. here, but I'll just give you an example of that. As you mentioned from the journal, I'll just give you yeah. an example uh, of, you know, that giving space to speak truth into our hearts after exposing a source. So this was, this was an entry from a journal where, where the, uh, this, where I wrote the Lord saying, I am not afraid of your shame nor disgusted by behavior or thoughts. I'm not angry at you. I have forgiven you as far as the East is from the West. I'm sad when you don't see yourself as I do. And I want to free you from the burden of shame every time you experience it, no matter the cause. Remember, your shame is an attack on me by the enemy. I am confident in my victory and I want you to be confident as well. Open your heart 
mind, body, and soul to me. Mm. Let me untwist the deception and confirm in you the truth of who you are in me. So, yeah, I mean, and so just having, having something like that to then be able to look back on as a reminder. And again, use that in the renewing of the mind is so powerful. So, So so that's, that is our prayer for you uh, as we close up this time that you will begin to see yourself as Jesus sees you Mm -hmm. and that you'll invite him into those areas of your life that you have closed off because of shame and give him the opportunity to speak to you and bring healing to you. Amen. So amen is right. Amen. (laughs) I love it. So we'll look forward to having you join us again next week to talk about whatever we talk about. So we look forward to seeing you then. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly. 